You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. If you are going to be giving everybody the peace of your mind, you will not get to the place. Do you understand what I'm saying here? If you, if you are you're going to be angry, pressure anybody that has any precious food of the earth. That's, that, that's, <laughs> when, and you will know that they have, they have stomached, they, listen to me, they forgave into destiny. All right? Hath long patience, which means they have survived nights of long nights. They, they've gone through things. Look what it says here. It says, hath long patience. It's not talking about time. We'll see this. All right? Until he receives the earlier and the latter rain. Then he goes on and says this. Be also patient and establish your heart for the coming of the Lord right now. Once those things begin to happen, the manifestation is near. Next thing he says this. Grudge not. That's what he's trying to say. Against one another. Brethren, lest you be condemned, which is what has happened to many, which means they develop a grudge. All right? Two words, I don't, look, I don't have any problem because what I'm after people may not, and I started inviting um, um, Bishop Kip Butler, I started inviting Dr. Crawford, people started seeing them, the same man reached out to me on Facebook and praying for you, I knew that he had realized that my, as I say, you're about to but this thing has gone beyond us. All right, this conference, we are no longer in control, but if he, he shows that, I, I, will, I can invite him tomorrow for the next one, so that things, it is very tight now, all right? It, it's as tight now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, as I'm talking, maybe there are only two or three spaces left for the next one. Back, it's it's all tight because because by the time you count the, if you say we're not calling Jonah, will you agree? You say no, Jonah is Jonah has carried shetty. Yeah, uh, uh, so it, it is tight. So so there is no space now, but but it's not that my disposition. All right, towards any person. The, the only reason why we had space this time is because uh, Dr. Krebdola and Dr. Bill said they will, st- they will do virtual. If they came physically, they won't, some of the things we did, we will not be able to do. So, as this, me, myself, I need prayer to, to sort it out. All right, because, because, uh, all right, that's not the message. But, so, let's go on here. Grudge not against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. All right? So the judge is there. Now, I want to say something about the judge. Next verse. It says, next verse. Take in my brethren, the prophets who have spoken to you in the name of the Lord, as an example of suffering, affliction, and what? Exercising patience. Then it says, we count them happy which endure. Which means those you consider happy. The word happy there, literally Greek means people who are worthy to be envious of. It's because they endured, they passed that test. You have heard the patience of Job, which means after all what his friends did, God said, go and pray for your friends first, that they be liberated. You have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of what? Tender mercy. So it talks about the judge that is standing at the door. So I just want to take that judge aspect and show something quickly. First 
Peter chapter 2, verse 20 and verse 23. All right, 1 Peter 2, 20 and 23 here. What glory is it? Now, this is, this is real Christianity now because they say easy. You understand something? If I have to study it, 1 Samuel 24, that's what I'm coming from, just to close. David saw Saul and said, You will not touch the anointed and pass the test. The next chapter, Naba, he was going to finish Naba. He was, he was happy, which means you can be patient today. Next week, you bring an eye, who is this man? So, chapter 24, he was glorious David. By 25, Abigail was begging him. Don't let this thing be an offense. Do not avenge. In 24, he said, I will not avenge myself. Let God be the judge. 25, he was going to avenge. He said, you will not see any man living. He said, if, I'm not, if, I, if truly I'm David, if any man is alive, don't call me David again. This, yesterday he was saying, touch not. Today, he was saying nobody will be alive. So it has to be a constant infilling of the spirit. Because you can pass the test last year, this year. Are you following him? One of our bonds then in fellowship. I mean, he was a guy that used to preach. I mean, he told us ourselves a lot. But he would preach about the pneuma force. You know, when you're saying all those things, which is the spirit force. You know, from glory to glory, everything. He told us, he said, after I left fellowship, all the spiritual, you know, you're all, you know, deep something. There's some, I, I smell, you know. He said, somebody, somebody hit his car. He didn't know when he gave him a flight, a comfort. That's he opened the door, <laughs> flew across his bonnet, chopped the guy's head off. But you just left the fruit of the spirit is, and by here you are. <laughs> so first Peter two twenty here. For what glory is it when you are buffeted for your fault? Now this real Christian this crucifixion. Now, don't think you are a fool. I want to show you what God is saying. He is not saying you are a sufferhead. He is trying to show you the way to the throne. He wants to show you that the stone the builders rejected, how it becomes the chief cornerstone. He is not saying that Joseph, you forgive your brothers, so that he is saying that so I can promote you. Do you get what I'm saying here? Look at what he says here. What glory is when you be buffeted for your fault, you take it patiently, but when if when you do well, you suffer for it that you have done well, you now suffer for it and you take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. So when God told Cain that Abel's sacrifice was acceptable, it's like somebody leaves an office. Please hear what I'm saying. To start a business out of anger by the way he has been treated. Or somebody leaves the office after he was treated wrongly and he came down and stayed and worked faithfully and after two years left the office when everything was calm, there was no offense and all of that. When two of them start business, it's not ideas now, it's grace. Both of them can lay hands on the same thing. And God says, this one is acceptable unto me. Are you following what I'm saying? 
So it says this. You take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. Next verse. For even hereunto you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. It says, who did no sin? Neither was any girl, which means never said anything wrong about anybody, found in his mouth. Never did anything wrong. When he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that this what judgeth righteously. Now, I was, just before I came, I just saw something Billy Graham, well, I mean, they tweeted it from his office. He said, faith is, all right, committing. It's, 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 there's an aspect of faith here where you look to God. He says to surrender, is to commit, which means is to look at God as the judge of an issue. In other words, what Jesus said was that God will, listen, God will come and judge this matter. I, that's how it was. That, look, this is now an opportunity for God to step in and, and judge. Because when men have rewarded you, then heaven can reward you for what men have rewarded you for. Do you get what I'm saying? This is why you should, you see, it's that Christianity, is, people have thought they messed up with. When people don't reward you, go and thank God. Do you get what I'm saying? Go, go, and, go and thank God. When, when people reject you, go and thank God. When, when people say, go and go, look, because it, those are the pockets God is going to use. So it says that judgeth righteously. So let me show you what David did. All right? I should bring this to a close. I just I don't, I want to make it sharp. 2 Samuel 24, verse 7. Uh, you, you're making all the confession. You, you're doing that right, but you've got to Faith works by love. You have to know how, what to do when this, when, and don't get offense, don't get offended. David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried out of Saul, saying, My Lord King. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed himself. Verse 7 first. Verse 7 first. David stayed his servants with his words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. Now they caught Saul in a position of weakness. He was asleep. They could have killed him. And his servants were saying, let's get this guy. This is our enemy. Let's finish him up. He suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose up and went out of the cave and went on his way. So verse 8. David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul. So Saul didn't know that David had the opportunity to kill him. My Lord King, when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face and bowed himself. Verse 9. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words saying, Behold, all right, David seeketh thy heart. Why are you listening to what people are saying? That I want to come and kill you. Right? Verse 10. All right. Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into my hand in the cave. And some bade me kill thee, but my eyes spared thee. And I said, I will not put forth my hand against my Lord, for it's the Lord's anointed. Verse 11. It says, Moreover, my father, see ye, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand. For in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe and killed thee not, 
Know thou and see that there is neither evil nor transgression in my heart. And I have not sinned against thee, yet thou huntest my soul to take it. Verse 12. It now says, The Lord judge between me and thee, and the Lord avenge me, all right, of thee. But my hand shall not be upon thee. That is God that will judge what will happen between us. I said the proverb of the ancients, wickedness proceeded from, from wicked, but my hand shall not be upon thee. Verse 14. It says, after whom is king, all right, of Israel come out? After whom dost thou pursue? After a dead dog, after a flea? Verse 15. And the Lord therefore judge. Judge between me and thee. So instead of taking a grudge and do them, let, let God judge the matter and see, plead my cause and deliver me out of thy hand. Now, look at what Saul said. And it came to pass when David had made an end of speaking these words, so that Saul said, is this the voice of my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Verse 17. And he said to David, thou art more righteous than I, for thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. Verse 18. And thou hast showed this day how thou hast dealt well with me. For as much as when the Lord had delivered me into thy hand, you did not kill me. Verse 19. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go away? Wherefore the Lord reward thee good for that thou hast done unto me this day. Verse 20. And now behold, I know well that thou surely shalt be king, and the kingdom of Israel shall not depart from thy hand. So I'll say that. But he still attacked him after he said this. Do you understand what I'm Saul knew by that action, this man is going to be king. This Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or work within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Poju Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us every Sunday at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas, 39 Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9am. Invite family members, invite friends, come. Let's experience God's worship and the power in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. My name is Olainka Oyetunji. I serve as the board chair of the Covenant Community Groups. At the Covenant Community Groups, we have 55 groups spanning business, corporate professionals, education, entrepreneurs, family health and lifestyle, tech and creatives, government, and the diaspora. The most remarkable thing about the Covenant Community Groups is that you don't have to be a TCM member before you can join a community group. No matter what level or stage of life you are, no matter where you are in the world, there is a community group for you. Please log on to www.tcncommunitygroups.org to join a community group today. Don't do life alone. Join a community group. So if you are facing, so before any, these were the words they rebelled against. This is, this is what they push back, that everything just stagnated. Listen, you will always, once you put out your faith for something, you are going to have this kind of thing, all right, to you here. And, and you want to respond, all right, correctly. And you go to God in prayer. 
and God begins to nudge and to tell you, all right, do this in this particular place. Do this in this particular place. Respond in this way here and shows you vengeance is mine and begins to minister to you, all right, as to it. One thing, I mean, that has been studied about all great people in God. The first thing is that they take the lordship of Jesus as the uppermost thing. When we say Lord, everyone can say Jesus is Lord. But Jesus said, why say Lord, Lord, and do not what I say? In other words, the first hallmark of a person is once they know that this is God's will, they're going to bring their body in alignment to it. If God says, let go, they can, they can, they can, if, if they experience something, they can go through pain two, one, two, three, but the vengeance says, I'm letting go. Which means they, they, they honor that direction that comes from God. Uh, God's voice comes to them. And, and they don't harden their heart. And they obey God, all right, in what they are doing. And for young people, it was not in Job there. He says they died in their youth. Their life was among the unclean. In other words, let the lame foot be healed rather than being turned out of the way. As a young person, this is, this is a lesson that you must deeply learn, all right, in life. Uh, when I was doing my birthday, when I was two, three years ago, one of my, she was vice president of fellowship. I even think she was the first person that worked in this office, all right, when I handed over fellowship on campus. She came to meet me after, and she, in party, she looked at her and said, she said, every facet of your life is here. Your best friends in kindergarten, your, your friends in, from primary school, your, I mean, I had primary school friends, I had secondary school friends there, and the same friends are still the same friends. I had um, um, people that, that um, university friends I had when I was in the world, I had when I was out of the world, before Christ, after Christ. All right, I had, um, in fact, me and my classmates danced a before Christ dance, but we, we cleaned it up by making it a gospel song we used to dance today. But to get so, but we didn't know it was gospel then until we got saved, you know. But it was fast beat, but we danced to it, all right? So before Christ, after Christ, then church people. Even, in fact, well, let's just say this here. Then church people, all right? And then family and all of that. And he says, how do you do it? You forgive your way to that place. Okay? I mean, if we're going to start telling a story of what some people did to us there, you, 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 it's not then you stand up. And they say, come and give vote of thanks. You are firing arrows. <laughs> say, some people did not know we'll get to this place in our life. Firing arrows at people, all right, out of uh, this to settle scores. Are you from Syria? If God is promoting you, don't bring yourself down. You get what I'm saying? He's taking you up. Don't use anger to bring yourself down. Uh, when Joseph got there, they came to meet him. He said, forget about it. If I didn't forgive you people, I won't be here today. All right? He got there and was giving them opportunities and positions in that place. So, so this, is, this is very important, all right, that you obey. You put your faith out. But when tribulation comes, right, worship God. Follow his instructions. And heaven will be happy. Follow the instructions of God. Don't be conformed to this world. The people in this world, just the same way they came to David and were speaking into David's ear, let's deal with this all. Let's deal with all. 
people will come and be saying all kinds of things into your ears, all right, at that particular point in time, which means they'll be saying things and saying things into your ears. But just make sure you, you, you obey God and you, you, you find out what God is saying and you do exactly, all right, what God is saying because people can cause you to. They, you, and when, they, when you have derailed finish, these same people are the ones that will go back. Don't mind that, you know, mind that foolish guy who are advising him. You'll be shocked. This is the world you live in. The people that advise you to shoot will go and tell people, I was in the room when I was telling him or her not to bring that. Just calm down. They listen. They didn't listen. All right? You know, sometimes people forget what they see. I, I just believe people forget because they, they change is too much. I, I believe that people forget. All right? I mean, I've seen people on social media that will say one thing and then tomorrow they are saying something else. And the face... They, they can't be, you know, so they must be schizophrenic. Because, and then you show them what they are saying. And then they will say, I, you know, it's like I never said that. Well, you said this. I, I didn't say it. So what were you saying? You didn't understand what I was saying there. So just obey what God is saying to you. You get what I'm saying? Obey what God is saying. You know, I had somebody once. She was close to me. She, she used to be in church. And um, I, I asked her about something about her father. No, but she, she actually used to work in church. And so she told me something about her father and her mother. And her mother told her that her father wanted to marry her mother. And she was pregnant. And the father begged, 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 begged the mother. And the friends were saying, no, 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 no. This man begged her to the point. To show you how much he wanted. He, she was at the University of Lagos. This was in the 70s. Beg, beg, beg. Enter this car. He was going to America. That look, let's get married. We're pregnant so we can marry her. He drove out of art, that art area and had an accident. He ran into something while he was begging. They had to run down and carry him blood, everything, and he went. All right? She refused. She told her, those same friends... By the time they finished saying what they would say, she realized she made a mistake. She should have married that man. They talked her out of it. Till she died that time, she was not. When the man died and I went to see him, because I knew, because was the way the man broke into tears, you know it was genuine. This is about 29 years after. Don't anybody come and whisper nonsense into your ears. Are you, are you following on saying and talk you out of your destiny. All right? Spend time in prayer and listen. And you watch it. Just obey God. Let the thing start working. Those same people will come and will have forgotten and tell you that, you know, that's what I'll say. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. All right? That's what I'll say. And I was praying with you during that time, just praying, interceding. You know. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. And by the power of your spirit, I ask that you cause this truth to take deep root and bring forth fruit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all.
My name is James Duffy. By my side is my wife, Mrs. Aduela Duffy. We are both members of the Senior Citizen Committee Group. We had uh, these uh, uh, meetings where, what do I call it, Mom? Physical meetings. Where we interacted. There were seminars we had. And because of seminars, we introduced a lot of things. Nutrition, nutrition. We also we were, we were also taught about health. Then pre and post retirement issues. Uh, each time I discussed with me, I said this is, this, is, this is a good place to stay. And more also, talk about productivity. You know, being aged doesn't mean that you should be redundant. One needs to be active. And then we talk about relationship with people who we called. And then we talk about you should live. And when you live, you live for yourself. You have to love yourself, love your God and your neighbors. We want everyone to be participants, to participate in each of the groups. Not necessarily the group alone. But it's a lot to gain by being a part of the exercise. Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or work within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Boju Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us every Sunday at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas, 39 Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9 a.m. Invite family members, invite friends. Come, let's experience God's worship and the power in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818 600 0082. God bless you.